Evangelist Felicia Wallace. Thank you for tuning in to the A Light for Christ podcast, where our aim is to reach the masses for Christ in this current day of chaos, distractions, and confusion. We have set out on this journey to encourage the weary, revive those of us who have been complacent in our faith, and redirect the lost and misguided. We are ordained pastors of the Light of the World Church of God, organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We hope you will consider supporting our ministry by visiting our website at alightforchrist.com or from the links provided on our podcast episodes. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support. God bless you. Today's message, Get Back to Our First Love with Pastor Melvin, will help us get refocused on what really matters because often the answer is right before us. So take a moment to take a listen and be blessed. Praise the Lord. Today's reading comes out of the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7, and it reads as such. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked men, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not, and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken your first love. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. The title of this word today is Get Back to Our First Love. And beloved, whenever I read this message, I think of uh, one of my favorite stories about a coach of a very successful NFL team, the Green Bay Packers. And back in the 60s, they were a mighty dynasty in the NFL. I mean, they rolled over everyone. They defeated everyone, and they were clearly the best team in the NFL. But as time went on, and as television became more popular, and the athletes were beginning to taste for the first time being a celebrity, they began to lose focus. They began to spend more time signing autographs for money, doing TV commercials. Some of them had admirers. Some of them had groupies and all these type of things. So many things were coming at them because of their success that they began to lose their edge. And uh, where at one time they were 
catching the balls, they begin to drop the balls. The running backs began to fumble the balls. The field goal kickers began to miss the field goal attempts. And finally, the coach, after observing them, brought them in for a meeting, sat them all down. And from behind his desk, he pulled out a football. And he started his instructions and he started his uh, uh, speech to them saying, gentlemen, this is a football. In other words, this is what brought you here. The commercials did not bring you here. This is what brought you here. And we have to, as Christians, as uh, people who are holding up God's church, we have to understand that we as well must get back to the basics, all right? We must get back to what should be our first love when it comes to God, and that is God himself. We cannot get sidetracked. We cannot get distracted. The point is, uh, we must remember when we were excited about coming to the church, when we're excited about, uh, even before that, just getting to know Jesus and understanding who Jesus was and how he uh, died for the remission of our sins and how he loved us so much, as it uh, says in John three sixteen, for God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him may not perish but have eternal life. We have to understand that we never received any greater love than Jesus Christ dying for the remission of our sins. We must remember that, how excited we were when we realized that. We must repent and turn around right now in the present, because tomorrow might be too late. We must renew our commitment when we were in love with Jesus in preparation for the future because our future will depend on whether or not we renew our love. We have to get that loving feeling back. But you know something? Um, we're going to let the scriptures explain this to us in a way where we should understand it. And we see here uh, in verse 1, we see here the responsibility of uh, the pastor overseer of the church to get God's message to his people. First of all, we have to understand that the church must have a strong leadership to get God's word to the people. The message went on to give the commendation, to give the credit of the church. You know, they had a lot of things going on for them, this church of Ephesus. It would look like that this church was the perfect model church. They did everything right. Let's look what it says here. The vision of Jesus. Jesus says, I know your deeds. See, he knows what's going on in all churches. See, he's watching. But part of the reason why people lose their first love is because they don't think that he's watching. But he's watching. Yes, he is. He said, I know, I know your deeds. I know how hard you worked. 
I know that you can't tolerate what's wrong, these wicked men, and you even tested those who claim to be good preachers, and, and you have watched them just like the Bereans watched the Christians when they first came out. You found them false. You, you're able to see right through them. That's good. You persevered. You even endured the hardships. You up there in Ephesus, this, this city that had, uh, had, a, uh, had turned to idol worshiping and all of that. The same people who jumped on Paul uh, because he had threatened their idol-making silversmith uh, business. And you kept going. You have not grown weary. And you are to be commended for that. But I got this charge against you, though. Your problem is you lost your first love. You lost the real reason why you're here in the first place. You got all the secondary things, and you forgot the main point that you should have. And that's the love that you should have for God. You see, the people in Ephesus, they lived in a place where it was easy to turn away from what was happening in that area. Because, see, even when their uh, good businesses had, were no longer going, they didn't care because they found a, another form of business through idol worship. And they saw that, and it was easy to turn against them, and they lost their first love. We have to be careful about that ourselves. That's a charge in the eyes of God, and he holds that against us. But then he gives us the correction tells us to remember how far you have fallen. We have to remember how far we have fallen. Why? How is it that we fall? Well, first of all, not being in communion with God, not praying with him enough, not worshiping him enough, not just thinking about him enough. That's the first thing. And when that happens, it goes to not appreciating or realizing the spirit of those who were before us. And this was a big uh, issue with the church of Ephesus because, see, Paul gave them high praises on the love they had for him, the love that they had, they had for the people. You can find it in Ephesians 1, 15 and 16. And he gave them the highest. But what happened was many of those people died off. And they were replaced by others who didn't really realize or appreciate the spirit of those who were there at the very beginning. And that is a problem that we have even in the churches today. What's happening is the people who are coming up because maybe they haven't been told, maybe because they just wasn't listening, they do not have the same spirit as those who saw the move of God, those who had the love of God. And so they grow up being this way, and then they take their present state of blessings for granted. It's been left to them. It's so easy. It's just been passed on. And, you know, they have no appreciation for it like perhaps they should. Putting creations before the creator. 
the things that uh, God blesses us with before the creator himself. And this is how we lose our first love. But we have to understand that God is calling us to make the correction in our lives. And when we make the correction in our lives, we will remember how far we have fallen. If you want to get back to the love, you have to remember how far you have gone away from the love. Yes, indeed. How far we have gotten away from the first love. We have to repent and we have to turn around right now. We can't wait because tomorrow might be too late. People say tomorrow, but tomorrow might be too late. You need to turn this thing around now. Repent. Say, I'm sorry, Lord, for uh, being the way that I am. I'm sorry, Lord, for neglecting and forgetting to get with you my first love. And then we must renew our commitment for Christ for the future because he has great plans for us. We have to make sure that we have good communication to understand that he is our first love and, and we must put that first love before anything else. And we must remember it and we must understand that no one can replace it. And I will conclude this with a story about a young man who was engaged to be married to a nice and beautiful young lady. When he first met her, he was totally smitten and attracted to her. His excitement about her was something he never experienced before. He could not stop thinking about her, and she could not stop thinking about him. They called each other at least a dozen times each day. He sent flowers to her job and her home regularly. And she cooked his favorite meals for him often. They were in love. But as time went on, the obligations, commitments, and workloads and the routineness of life and the desire for other things began to demand the attention of this young man. The phone calls became less. The flowers became fewer and further in between, as well as the meals. It seemed like the thrill was gone. So he decided to do something new. And not using his real name, he placed an ad in a dating service about things he never revealed to anyone. And this is what he wrote. I like midnight walks on the beach, eating hot dogs in the park, and plays at the opera house. If this is also you, please contact me. And he got a response from an anonymous responder saying, I also like midnight walks on the beach, eating hot dogs in the park, and plays at the opera house. 
So they began corresponding, and he became so involved in this that he made arrangements to meet this blind date at a little quiet restaurant in the booth, in the back, in the corner, in the dark, because after all, he was still engaged. So there he was sitting in the booth, in the back, in the corner, in the dark, excited, anticipating, wondering on how this was going to turn. But his excitement turned into shock. His anticipation turned into confusion. And his wondering turned into realizing who this blind date was. It was his fiancée who was as equally surprised. He asked her, why didn't you tell me you like midnight walks on the beach, eating hot dogs in the park, and plays at the opera house? She answered, you never ask. And that is how he got back to his first love. The point of this story is this. What they were looking for, they had it all the time. Their first love. So it is with us. Whatever we are seeking in this world, it would never equal to our first love. That is Jesus Christ, the one who loved us first. Be blessed. Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. We hope you've been uplifted by the word today. We hope you were blessed. But you know, I want to talk to you about the urgency and the importance of being right with Christ. Romans 10, beginning in verse 8, gives us instruction. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Are you willing to give your heart today? If so, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit this day that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Believe that you are the atoning sacrifice for my sins and that you died on the cross to pave the way to eternal life. I ask you, come into my heart and make me whole again through the power of your resurrection that I may be born again and enter into the fellowship of the universal body of Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Welcome to the family. And stay planted in the Lord. This is very important. So God bless you.